You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where each episode we discuss a different album from Robert Demery's book, 1001 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. We'll be talking about Tom Tom Club self-titled album. On the line, I have Rob. Hey, what's shaking? Ben. Words. John. Aram Sam Sam. And Kyle. <laughs> I was gonna say that. Ah, you Tom Tom said it. Club <laughs> is the debut studio album from the Tom Tom Club, released in 1981 on Sire and Warner Brothers label. The producer was Chris Franz and Tina Weymouth and uh, Stephen Stanley. The genre is funk. I don't know why they just didn't say the producer was the band, but oh well. I'm going to read from the book, Karen Conrad. Chris Franz and Tina Weymouth created the Tom Tom Club in 1981 as a personal creative outlet while working with the Talking Heads. Their debut album quietly crept into the collective consciousness and struck a chord. It eventually became one of the earliest influences on the hip-hop movement and the idea that everyone could be included in their musical club caught fire. Their obvious love of the groove and delight in exploring this new territory succeeded their listeners. Chris and Tina had originally hired legendary reggae producer Lee Scratch Perry to produce, but he failed to turn up at the recording sessions. Instead, they employed a DIY ethic and the help of a young Jamaican engineer, Stephen Stanley, and stunt guitarist Adrian Billu, whose playful guitar riffs combined perfectly with the Tom Tom Club's schoolyard chants. These tunes have even been sampled by just about every hip-hop or rap artist of note, with the occasional diva thrown in to complete the mix. Word Rappyhood went to the top of the charts in 17 <laughs> oh, countries, although... What it, was the name of that? <laughs> a wordy rapping hood, right? Rapping yes, hood. Yeah. Rapping hood. Rapping hood. No, it's rapping hood. Like, I thought it was like rapping hood. No, no, it's like it's Robin like Hood. Yeah. yeah. Wordy Rapping Hood went to the top of the charts in 17 countries, although it was never released as a single in the United States. Other tunes were sampled by LL Cool J on Hot Ha and Sean Puffy Combs on Puff Daddy's Groove. All right. What do we think of Tom Tom Club self-titled? I liked it a lot. It was great. Very funky. Also pretty I, goofy. Yeah, I, I'm very fond of it, including the goose. They're having a lot of fun. Yeah, they are. I, I read in an interview once the entire thesis of Tom Tom Club was to show David Byrne that people could be in a band without being an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, look, yeah. look, see, see what we're doing here. And no one's crying. <laughs> He's like, oh, I see it. I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think that's why they <laughs> they had the club moniker on for mm-hmm. the for the band is because it was like we're gonna have fun in our, our own little club here <laughs> <laughs> playing tom <laughs> tom drums and you can just play with your friend mr eno over there and we'll just 
we'll reconvene in a couple months. Okay. <laughs> right. They're off doing whatever in, you know, LA or Rhode Island or God knows what, but these guys are recording down in Nassau Bahamas, right? Like they're having, they're having a good time. Yeah. It seems like T- Tina and Chris always find themselves in the Caribbean. I mean, it's a, it's a good place <laughs> yeah. to find yourself. Yeah. <laughs> this seems the spiritual successor, uh, or at least like, twinsies with remain in light hmm. some even some of the songs sound the same but like the um just the the d- direction of the bass and the drums on many of the funkier tracks like have the fact that they got hosed by david Byrne mm-hmm. and like on on writing credits like Seriously. this shows like very definitely they were fucking writing on that record yeah like, absolutely without yeah. a shadow of a doubt yeah, I, I'm I'm with you, John. I it took me a minute for uh, uh, wordy rappings hood uh, for, to, to to get that one. Like it it's not it doesn't stick out the way that uh, Blondie that, Rapture that yeah Rapture mm. sticks out. Um, but there's a weird uh, coincidental like uh, merger between those two things. I don't know if you guys know this story. Um, mm. So Fab Five Freddy. Uh, he he was making his way around the art circuit like he, he was like just a really smart kid like and he met he like he met Blondie brought Blondie down to like the shows where she was like man this is awesome and then she writes a rap song with Fat Friday Freddy in it Fat Friday Freddy is in a car in Paris with uh, Tina and uh, the drummer and Rapture comes on the radio <laughs> and he's just like what the fuck this this the song's about me. <laughs> I'm the man and, um, from Mars. Yeah. <laughs> Feed me some cars. Um, and yeah, like he, he, he's kind of the reason why the art scene like started exploring around the hip hop scene. Like he, he's, he's the linchpin between that, um, which I thought was pretty neat. Um, yeah. 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 The, the vocal stylings of wordy rapping hood you know, looking with with our 2020 hindsight vision, it, just, it, it doesn't sound cool. Like it's cringy at worst, goofy at best. It doesn't bother me as much as Rapture bothers me. But also, the groove, the musical groove of Wordy Rapping Hood, is infectious. Like yes. I, I bop so hard to that song. Well, yeah, Wordy is a song. Um, you know, I I heard Genius of Love, but I didn't really heard much nothing else off this record. I knew that that was a, a big single and it doesn't start well, you know, like words and papers, words and books. I was like, Oh boy, here we go. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my name is, my name is Tina and I'm here bad. to say, yeah. yeah, but it gets better. It goes along. <laughs> and you know, the one, you know, the first two tracks are obviously great. Tom, Tom theme, weird instrumental percussive song. This, the second half of the record gets a little darker, a little more mysterious, a little more hypnotic. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Lorelei. I listen. Yeah, I'm so into Lorelei. There's, there's very a, compelling. There's a sound to the backing of Lorelei that's almost like this, this echoey keyboard that you'll hear in like dub or some trance. You know, like some trip hop. And I don't know if that's because the keyboardist on it is this um, Jamaican keyboardist named Tyrone Downey. But it's if you listen to Lorelei, and I wish I knew the exact term for what that that noise was. But if you ever listen to like, like dub or jungle, they'll sample that exact sound. Like it, it's that exact feel. And it's, and Lorelai's awesome. It's so weird. It, it It's a little Blondie-esque. 
you know, and, and then, and then it has this dub element and it's just, I don't know. It hits. That's, that's one of my favorites too, Kyle. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a good stew. Like we were saying earlier, um, like it's, it's haunting, but it's beautiful. And it's also whimsical, you know, and it's just, it all, it, it coheses. I don't know. Story about, uh, Ty, Tyrone, uh, Dowie. Is it Dowie? Downey. I can't Downey. Thank I think, you. Yeah. My, 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 uh, my handwriting's atrocious. Um, he was the he like he's best known for his work with uh the whalers like oh. he, he was in, he was in the whalers so there's that but he also played with uh black uhuru peter tosh junior reed ian dury burning spear sly and robbie yeah like he he also did all the the keyboard work for legalize it like oh. That, oh, cool. that, that's him on that grace jones in 1983 released a single called my jamaican guy uh which he didn't oh, know yeah. was about him <laughs> there's just oh, that- People oh, writing songs that. about people that don't know that those songs are about them yeah. <laughs> until they hear them. And then they're like, that's me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like his, his keyboard work on this is incredible. Like it's really cool. Keep microphones away from Chris Franz's mouth. Yes, please. Uh, Him seriously. Just saying James he, Brown. Like, he, it just James like, like Chris oh. Franz. Like Chris James. Franz is is why it's so hard to get a vocal mic as a drummer. It's because <laughs> <laughs> it's because we of don't Chris. Want to hear you guys. Get out of here. <laughs> like, well, James Brown. Keep your mouth. I feel like, did okay. <laughs> I feel like if you remove that James Brown part, though, I, I would miss it. No, absolutely not. I would miss it. I would miss it. I wouldn't miss I would. a lot of the vocalizations and you know the first and second song, except for the hooty hooty hoot, uh, ie ie. Oh, the rum, you know. the, the rum sum sum. Yeah, oh, that part. That part yeah. is so cool. That's crucial. Yeah. But it's yeah. a. If it was, you know, hoo If it was other <laughs> things, you know, it just there's no. It's just funny that they felt like. We have to put in lyrics here, but we have no lyrics, so we'll just name, like, you know. Well, it's it's a Moroccan yeah. children's game. Yeah. A, a Ram Sam Sam is a children's game. <laughs> right. No, I get yeah. their, the playfulness of it. It just, it comes across as just, I don't want to listen to it's the like, song again. It's like, in Talking Heads, David says, he always says no when I want a microphone. He always says no. But this is my band, so I get a microphone, right, Tina? <laughs> Whatever, Chris. Sure. You know? <laughs> What are, you, what are you gonna do when we give you the microphone? <laughs> I'm probably just gonna, I, I'm, I'm gonna freeze up and just say the first name that comes into my mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's strange though because it does start off with those two songs, and then from there it, you know, it doesn't rely heavily on the, the sort Oof, of. Uh, yeah, goof troop. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the, those two songs are were giant fucking hits. Like uh, yeah. the the young Beastie Boys were dancing to them at Danceteria, like <laughs> in 1981. Like it, it's 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 a weird bridge 
it's a weird bridge, but it it was a bridge for uh, for what what was going to come down uh, the uh, the pipe like pretty much immediately. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I I don't like the album for those songs. I like the album for the rest of the album for mm-hmm. like yeah. much more. And I think I had my preconceived notions, my prejudice for this album were those two songs. Huh? You know, mm-hmm. just having those in my mind, I hadn't remembered the rest of the album because those are so striking. But maybe that's the point. It's like many people have said your stupidest song, whatever stupid song you write will be your hit. I mean, that's yeah. that's proven time and time again. When you have a a really catchy, dumb lick or dumb phrase, it will be, a, you know, sort of your sensation. And then you'll be playing that till you're till you die. Oh, Human League can yeah, confirm. Want me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's there's so many bands like that where, you know, they regret ever writing a, a song because it's so it's so catchy, but they wrote it in jest and now they're known for it. I mean, Chris, Chris Fran's vocal mutterings aside, I think Genius of Love is an awesome song. Yeah, I think that song slaps. A- yeah. Even if even if that even if the hook hadn't just been burned into my brain from living in the 90s at the same time as Mariah Carey and having sisters, fantasy is an awesome song. But like, even if it weren't for the brain brand of that, it's it's still like my butt moves. I like when my butt moves and it makes my butt move. What are you going to do when you get out of jail? I'm going to have some fun. What do you consider fun? Fun, natural, natural fun. fun. <laughs> Who needs a beat when your feet just go? Chris is like, was that a dig at me? You guys need a beat still, right? Everyone needs no, a beat, Tina. We did cocaine. I, I'm, an, <laughs> I'm an important member of this band, Tina. <laughs> and he is. His drums on this are incredible. They are. They are. Yeah. He just he, he was Icarus. He flew too close to the microphone. <laughs> So, so we agreed that we're going to talk about uh, Under the Boardwalk, right? Because I think that was on the yeah. that version of this. Yeah, right? it was. Uh, so the vinyl stops at uh, booming and zooming. The cassette got rid of booming and zooming and put Under the Boardwalk. And had a remix so, of Lorelei. So it 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 still tracks. Under the Boardwalk yeah. is is, yeah. is on this record. It's a fantastic cover. It's great. And and in the chat, you had noted that it is. It's a strange jarring to switch baby to boyfriend. And I think it's just the delivery that she makes. But she, has, she has a stop. She's like, uh, you know. Boyfriend. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I know the, the boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. It's, and also, it's so unnecessary. Baby is gender neutral. Yeah. Like, she just wanted didn't, to clarify. Yeah. Maybe she forgot the vocal. Maybe she didn't have the lyric sheet in front of her. That's why. Yeah, but it. it and uh, but the thing is that doesn't pass a litmus test because if you ever forget the vocals, you just say baby, baby, yeah. <laughs> so true. yeah. Or you just repeat, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> he, he didn't forget those vocals. He just had not yet written them and never would write them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I like I like the uh, under the boardwalk. Booming and zooming is a very strange song. It's so with weird. Some it's unusual. Incredibly detailed and accurate. Uh, fighter pilot lingo, which like yeah. it's like okay, I didn't know that you wanted to write a song about you know aerial tactics and the uh control knob for emergency oxygen, but okay, like 
I like Thank airplanes, you. Tina. This is both of our band. Oh, uh, did you write that song? <laughs> did you feel like, I, I don't know. Fight airplanes. <laughs> You're being just like David. Let me have an airplane song. <laughs> Fine. It'll be at the end of the album. <laughs> he did squeeze in the word defenestration, which I thought was cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but even given the goofs, I, I think overall you got to give this credit, this album, some credit. Like the the beats are funky. You know, the, the production is good. There's a weird mix of, I don't mean, all sorts of languages and vibes. And it, and it works. Somehow it works. I, I wonder what you're going to think in a couple of years when there's not, when w- there's definitely a, what would you say, missing artists from early R&B and rap. Mm, I will be probably very upset, but we'll see when we get there. Yeah. Is, uh, is the Tom Tom Club album, uh, The Good, The Bad, and The Funky also in this book? Now we are only getting the self-titled Tom Tom Club, the only one that I think is any good. Yeah. Isn't the good and bad and the funky's like kind of recent, isn't it? It's like 2012, I think. <laughs> oh, <laughs> son of a bitch. Um, which is, I, I'm, I'm sure I've probably brought it up before, but it reminds me of uh, when I went to see Hollow Notes and Daryl um, played a song off of his new solo album, Funk Shui. <laughs> 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 I'll have to go get a drink. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> Point Daryl. So below, guys, what you think about this this track? Oh, that one grew on me. I like that track a lot. Yeah, I like side, it. Side two, track one. It's it's a banger. I mean, I like it. Yeah, I really like the it's whole the whole middle of the album, uh, like uh, Lelefont into As Above, So Below into Lorelei, like yeah. that block. I know it splits yeah. slides, but that block's so it's dense and funky. It's cool. Right. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That that really brought me out of my. Yeah, when I when I heard the first two songs, it's like, ah, oh, okay. But you're right. I mean, the t- it the proof is in the in the pudding. It's the in the middle. Thing, yeah, it's great. I mean, you have those first two tracks, and then Tom Tom theme is almost like a palate cleanser, or like yeah. a, mm-hmm. another intro, or like an intermission. And then yeah, you have got that those three tracks right next to each other. There. Oof. I don't know if booming and zooming really ends the album very well for me. Yeah. No, it, I think the cassette version is the way to go. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so the cassette probably is a better better way under the boardwalk. Booming and zooming, it just it's a strange one. It's not bad, but it's it's no. yeah. Everything else on the album, I think it it comes up a little short. It feels weak. It feels like a an idea that wasn't that was poorly done. Man, there's a whole group of Weymouths singing on this record I just noticed. At least oh, four, right? Yeah, ca- ca- counting Tina, at least four. So that's that uh, be that blood harmony. And they sound great. Yeah, they do. Bring all your sisters down to the, you know, Bahamas and hang out. Yeah. That's right. They were actually uh, next door to Chris Blackwell, owner of uh, Island oh, no Records. Shit. Yeah. yeah. So uh, He spends a lot of time in the Caribbean as well. Yeah, correct. 
so it, uh, I thought it was really interesting that, you know, they had bought the house and it was right next to another musician. So I'm sure some collaboration or ideas were uh, bounced off there. I kind of like the thought of uh, Chris Frames just cutting this album with all of his in-laws. <laughs> <laughs> so long as I get to talk about James Brown and airplanes, I'm <laughs> I love this track. Yeah, yeah it's a great good one. Uh, but yeah, th- this is the one that sounds the most like something that's on uh, uh, Remain in Light. Yeah, yeah. that Lilifont, yeah. yeah. I think definitely. <laughs> Was, I forget. What I, song I, that I is, forget. But... Was was Bernie Worrell on Remain in the Light, or does he has he not joined the extended Talking Heads band yet at this point? I believe he joined yet. Yeah, right. that, I think that comes later when they're touring for the uh, Stop Making. Uh, he's sense, on. Yeah, he's right? definitely the yeah. band on there. And and since and, and since in that performance, Stop uh, Tom Tom Club is just that band minus David Byrne. He's also playing all the synth lines yeah. for Genius of Love on that performance hmm. you, you got to give a man a t- chance to put on a giant suit no you're right he is in uh remain in the light i just looked it up is oh it? he is okay. yep oh cool i always thought it was strange when they, they go into the, the tom tom club during yeah where he puts on the suit and everything and i don't know it's it just well, they, they could do an intermission or they could play some music and they're all in another band. Yeah. <laughs> and that band has a big hit. <laughs> True. It was a big hit at the time. So. I mean, if you want to talk about Under the Boardwalk, there's a couple of, aside from the My Boyfriend, Boyfriend. <laughs> boyfriend. Um, I think that might be where uh, house music started out doing the hand-to-hand um, uh, piano work mixed with a uh, drum machine. It's the first time I heard anything like that. Um, hmm. and it, it stands out also the keyboard work, uh, in the, uh, like middle of that song is fucking cuckoo bananas crazy and sounds nothing like what, uh, what Tyrone had, at least the stuff that I've heard him do, um, mm-hmm. so far, like it, it was cool to just hear him go off like that. Uh, also it's a really good cover and that's all I have to say about under the book. Uh. Birch, you uh, mentioned that uh, session guitarist Adrian Bellew uh, was in Tom Tom Club in this album. That's a name that six months ago I wasn't very familiar with, but in the last six months of us covering albums, he has been prolific in the late 70s, early 80s. That dude has been on so many albums we like. I uh, uh, think recently it was Bowie or Iggy Pop or something like that. I forget where we heard him recently, but I know that I click that link on Wikipedia so often, like, oh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> you know, he, he's just one of those. Yeah. And uh, he plays cool parts. Yeah. Frank Zappa, David Bowie, Talking Heads, Cream Crimson, uh, Lori Anderson, and Nine Inch Nails. So, yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah. I think he's from Covington, Kentucky, up near Cincinnati. Oh, is he? Oh, yeah. cool. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, did you guys look up what Christgo had to say about this one? What do you say? Tell us. I'd love to tell you. Vaguely annoyed by wordy rapping hood, arch, <laughs> prolix, post-verbalism. I resisted this record until the genius of love signature, already the basis of two rap covers, caught up with me in a club in Queens. Now I enjoy every cut, even the one with the radio transmission, a device I ordinarily regard as the worst permutation of the worst <laughs> fat of the year. Between <laughs> Tina Weymouth's uh, childish vocals and the 
consistently playful pulse, the kitty funks uh, or the kit, the best kitty funks since motor booty affair, a minus. <laughs> and when we first started doing this project a few years ago, we would read those Kreisko reviews and like our monocles would fall out of our eyes. <laughs> We're just like, I guess like, how dare he? But the more albums I listen to back to back to back and the older I get, the more I'm just kind of agreeing with Kreisko all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I like his takes. Yeah. I don't always agree with them, but I always like them. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. All right. Uh, what do we think? Everybody on the positive on this one? I definitely yeah. am. Yeah, 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 this is a good one. Okay. Party record. Put it on when you're partying. Yep. Yeah, I would say that, but when you get to the middle, is it? Is I don't it know. Party, party. The lights are low and we are <laughs> dancing. Okay. We are sweaty and all the chairs are pushed to the edge of the wall. Okay. And we're dancing. You dance in the Lorelei? <laughs> I, I would dance to Lorelei, yeah. Cool. I, I, I can party to this album. Me What's too. uh? Does it? Everybody have a favorite uh, uh, song that incorporates uh, genius of love? Oh, fantasy for me. And fantasy, with, yeah. With yeah. Fantasy. Old dirty bastard. There's, there's a version with old dirty yeah. bastard. <laughs> yes, there is. Okay. <laughs> there's a public enemy song too that uh, leave this off your fucking charts. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's tons. Red man. Cameron, Tupac, I mean, Busta Rhymes, everybody. It's such a hook. It is the hook. Cents. I'm just a sucker think, for Mariah Carey. It's... Do, you, do you think we could draw a pretty direct line between this and D-Light? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Good call. Yeah. yeah, totally. With the weird, like, vibra slaps and bings and, like, oh, yeah. Just, just good, good time, like, funk. Mm-hmm. Like, good time dance party funk. Yeah. Yeah, I would say, I mean, I could also draw a parallel with b-52s as well i mean both party bands absolutely mm-hmm. yep all right next time we'll be talking about rush moving pictures Ooh. thanks y'all oh, yeah yeah <laughs> moving pictures yeah man oh yeah